0: Hello, welcome. Here we go. RBT live one last reading. And it's Romans 14 to 16. This is the last the uh, last reading for Romans. Just wait a minute for anyone else to join. It's also obviously day one of Lee's sabbatical. And uh, I feel like I should make a, you know, like on the film, The Martian where Matt Damon's in on Mars and there's like a video diary of the days that he's alone. I think I should do something like that. And my beard should just keep growing and then when Lee comes back uh, you know I just look haggard and uh, stuff like that That's, that's you know that's something I could do well music night was amazing last night all the songs have been in my head okay should we go for it let's read romans 14 to 16 where jesus really speak to us this morning and uh, encourage us i think there's a lot of names near the end so yeah that'll um you know just bear with me basically so here we go then except him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters one man's faith allows him to eat everything but another man whose faith is weak eats only vegetables the man who eats everything must not look down on him who does not and the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the man who does for god has accepted him who are you to judge someone else's servant to his own master he stands or falls and he will stand for the lord is able to make him stand. One man considers one day more sacred than another. Another man considers every day alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He who regards one day as special does so to the Lord. He who eats meat eats to the Lord for he gives thanks to the Lord. And he who abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself alone and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life. So that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother? Or why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat as it is written. for surely as I live, says the Lord. Every knee will bow before me. Every tongue confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let's stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your minds not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. As one who's in the Lord Jesus, I'm fully convinced that no food is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for him it is unclean. If your brother is distressed because of what you eat, you know you're no longer acting in love. Do not by your eating destroy your brother for whom Christ died. Do not allow what you consider good to be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God. And approved by men let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification do not destroy the work of god for the sake of food all food is clean but it is wrong for a man to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble it's better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother to fall so whatever you believe about these things keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the man who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But the man who has doubts is condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from faith, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbour for his goods to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs so that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. Therefore, I'll praise you among the Gentiles. I'll sing hymns to your name. Again, it says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and sing praises to him, all you peoples. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. The Gentiles will hope in him. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I myself am convinced, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, complete in knowledge and competent to instruct one another. I've written to you quite boldly on some points as if to remind you of them again, because of the grace God has given me to be a minister of Christ Jesus and to the Gentiles with priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God sanctified by the Holy Spirit therefore I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God I'll not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done by the power of signs and miracles through the power of the spirit. So from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundations. Rather, as it is written, those who are not told about him will see, and those who've not heard will understand. This is why I've often been hindered from coming to you. But now that there's no more place for me to work in these regions and since I've been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there after I've enjoyed your company for a while. I've enjoyed your com- uh, sorry, now however, I'm on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the saints there. For Macedonia and Archaea were pleased to make a contribution to the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them in their material blessings. So after I've completed this task and have made sure that they have received this fruit, I'll go to Spain and visit you on the way. I know that when I come to you, I'll come in the full measure of the blessing of christ i urge you brothers by our lord jesus christ by the love of the spirit to join me in in the struggle in my struggle by praying to god for me pray that i may be rescued from the unbelievers in judea and that my service in jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints there so that by god's will i may come to you with joy and together with you be refreshed The God of peace be with you all. Amen. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the Church of Senchera. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you. For she has been a great help to many people, including me. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for me. Not only I, all the churches of the gentiles are grateful to them greet also the church that meets at their house greet my dear friend eponetus who was the first convert to christ in the province of asia that's cool greet mary who worked very hard for you greet andronicus and junius my relatives who've been in prison with me they are outstanding among the Apostles and were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus, whom I love in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachius. Greet <laughs> Appalus, tested and approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my relative. Greet those in the household of Narcius, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphenia and Tryphosa, who are those women who work hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend, Persis, another woman who's worked very hard for the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who's been a mother to me too. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobus, Hermas, and the brothers with them. Greet Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, Olympus, and all the saints with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send greetings. I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause division and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you've learnt. Keep away from them. Such people for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites by smooth talk and flattery. They deceive the minds of naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I'm full of joy over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends his greetings to you as Lucius, Jason and Sophipater, my relatives. I, Tertius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is the city's director of public works and our brother Quartus, send you their greetings. Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God so that all nations might believe and obey him. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ, amen. There we go, the last three chapters there. Um, So yeah, just to say, I suppose that um it's amazing all those individuals you know he he mentions by name there and you just see there's such uh love and meaning as he says all of those names and that's really the big thing uh church isn't it church is about the people and yeah that's these people he's writing to are people real humans who are part of the church and he wants them to be wise about what is good, innocent about what is evil. Um, That is the purpose of this letter. It's quite an amazing last chapter, really. Yeah, so as individuals, we're important to Jesus. Paul, the apostle, you know, is just a reflection of Jesus's heart is, he cares about each individual in our church family and each individual Christian across the world, which is just incredible. So you're not forgotten today. Um, Have a really good Monday. God bless you guys and uh, see you very soon.